1: Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: This podcast is part of the Planet
3: Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
2: What a journey we've been on with these Brosnan Bonds. It's a, it's a It's been an epic tale, hasn't it? Do you feel like they reflect life because it starts off and you're feeling pretty good about yourself and then things mm-hmm. go on and you're like, do I hate everything that's ever happened? <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> this really did have an effect on you. It certainly did at the time and now. Please leave a like if you could. We've done all the Bonds. We've done all the video games. That's coming up in this also. I mean, not all the Bonds. No.
3: There's many more Bonds to go. Oh, boy, is there. From earlier in... The history of the world, yeah, yeah. But I feel yeah. this more is a journey of a man just seeing what he can get away with <laughs> in his life, and just slowly getting like creepier and more lecherous, yeah, and just drinking harder and trying less, you
2: know. <laughs> I'm talking Bond, not Brosnan. Like oh Bros- no, he's you can't fault him, yeah, for these movies. Really, he's good in all of them. He's doing yeah. what he's supposed to be doing. But it's just
3: this this Bond who's like. You know, he starts off quite subtle and kind yeah. of smooth, but later he's just like, just staring at a woman down and being like, How about it? Yeah. Hey, what are I, you like, about this? I like
2: your body, and let's have sex with each other. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, straight out of the gate with the gun barrel sequence, yes. when you see the bullet whiz towards you and that's, pass the yeah. camera, that's when you know. This
3: ain't your grandpappy's no. Bond movie anymore. No. That's I've, yeah, absolutely. This is this is the first and only time the, in a Bond movie that the bullet comes out of the gun. Like we were so used to it at this point, we're like, well, nothing's gonna thrill us. We've seen everything Bond has to offer.
2: Oh, it's weird though because it's not the era of 3D. And like, no. why do it? What does it add? Yeah, absolutely nothing. This is the director of Once Were Warriors.
3: Also, that suggests that the bullets- and
2: Triple X. Oh, Obviously, yeah.
3: that also suggests that the bullet went all the way through the the, the enemy's gun barrel, yeah, like through the gun yep. and then out and then it killed him, yes. That's a he's a really good shot. He's an excellent shot. not your grandpappy's bond. <laughs> no,
2: it certainly isn't. One of the things I really dislike about the worst bond moments yes. is how he's inexplicably good at things that he shouldn't be good at. Give me an example. Surfing. It's right. just he's just <laughs> surfing yeah. it at the start. He's the surfing the career. Surf yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. You know, I can accept that he can ski because he's kind of his, his parents he's great were, at gambling. His
3: parents were killed in an avalanche. Yeah. He's entitled to be To be good. But I mean, his his parents weren't killed when they were attempting to, you know, hang 10 in Oahu. (laughs) No, certainly not. So he doesn't get to have it.
2: Yeah. You're right. That being said, though, the opening sequence of this, where he infiltrates the army and he's selling arms and he's wearing his cool shades and he's looking a bit old. He's got a few of the old man spots. You probably Mm -hmm. noticed in this one. But again, he's still looking good. And all the hovercraft and the chase and all that. I feel all of that is classic Bond. Yes. But then when he gets released, that's when the wheels really fall off this. Mm. It's the song. The song lets you know it's the worst song ever written. Do you think the song was a curse? It may be
3: a curse. Yeah. Do you think the song? Was a- well, here is the thing: in re-watching this, I didn't like it at all. In the cinema, there are elements of this where I go, "Oh, okay, I see where they were going with this." Again, this is they're borrowed elements from previous Bonds. Like this is a, this is meant to be Roger Moore silliness. Yes. Like if if they gave a Roger Moore movie a budget of a hundred million dollars, yeah. this is what they would have come up with ultimately. Yeah. And so some of it, I'm like, "Oh, I I kind of get it," but the. Idea idea That this is still the bond of Goldeneye is absolutely thrown yeah. out the window.
2: And it's implied in this movie that it is because when he goes into the new Q's office yeah. workspace, all the old gadgets are there. You see, it, like right, the crocodile yeah. and, all and the jetpack and, the and, the jet pack and, and, and yeah. all of those different things, which is, a, which is a nice nod. Just quickly getting back to the song, though, I'm not a <laughs> musician. Like yes. At all. My knowledge of music is limited at best.
3: And what, and what happened to you here is now you'll never be a musician because <laughs> this disrupted something it's in your brain. broken my
2: brain. But genuinely though, are there missing notes and words in this song? Because it feels like it doesn't, like they've just cut out random parts of this song. I
3: think that was maybe kind of cool at the time, or mm. maybe, because M- Madonna's always been about embracing the latest musical trend. And she rapped of, that time. She, Yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. What I enjoyed most about this song and listening to it is it has the lyric, I guess I'll die another day. <laughs> Like I, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I made it. She's also song. in this, and I think she's fine in a in a limited screen time. Yeah, She's, a, sure. as she's the fencing instructor. Is that in the this.
2: only time that the person who performs the song is in the movie? I know it's happened in video games. Joss Stone is in one of the video oh, games. Yeah, right. Yeah, is she in
3: Bloodstone? Is she the titular Bloodstone? <laughs>
2: Playing Bloodstone, you never find out what the Bloodstone is. Probably Joss Stone. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know yeah there's some wonky as shit CGI in this oh yeah I mean like the bit where they're fighting on hovercrafts it's very clearly they're just standing in a nothing yeah. space mm-hmm. there's also some very
3: convenient there's there's just some very convenient happenings in that hovercraft chase sequence at one point Bond is is being shot at by, by one of his opponents and he just happens to find a bulletproof vest like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, just need, right. he just needs to advance on this bad guy so he's like oh bulletproof vest I'll just yeah. use
2: that use this as a shield he's one of the best yeah it's true Yeah, he's very lucky we may as well talk about it now but the windsurfing sequence might be the dumbest thing in cinema I've
3: referred to it here as the rocket car laser chase parasailing bit (laughs) yeah because he's in a he's in a rocket car yeah like some sort of land ski rocket car he's he's
2: out running the sun (laughs) (laughs) it's not really
3: the sun but you know yeah it's a yeah it's it's as good as the sun it's a mirror (laughs) yeah From the sun. If you're not going to call a ship the Titanic, don't call any kind of space-based platform Icarus. Yeah. It's bad news. Hadn't
2: they seen the movie Sunshine that came out five years after this? No. Idiots. Idiots. Yeah. I also feel like the gadgets and tech here just get way out of hand. And again, that speaks to that kind of what if you gave Roger Moore $100 million? What would Roger Moore do with $100 million? probably give
3: it to charity. He probably
2: would. He seemed like a very nice man. Mm. But things like DNA replacement, VR glasses, the laser torture is out of control. Just that spin. Well, yeah. like a room where you can't escape that. Yes. Luck alone would not let you walk out of that <laughs> but room. But I
3: feel that's, again, this is reminiscent of, of the old ones that they went, Okay, let's do the laser torture thing from Goldfinger. Yes. But times a
2: million. Yeah. Wouldn't that be better? Let's do it. (laughs) Nope. No. (laughs) You've made it worse. A lot worse. How do you feel about the invisible car, though? Because it's not the worst thing in this movie.
3: No, it's not the worst thing in the movie, but it sort of defeats the point of Bond being the world's greatest super spy. Again, I feel like in giving me the gadget, I could do the same job Bond did. Yeah, right. Yeah, Probably too much. I yeah. could get in that car and turn it invisible and roll it into somebody's <laughs> headquarters easy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? I'd probably park it outside and it, it would get snowed on and people would be like... Oh, Nick Mason's here. Is that a ghost? <laughs> Is that a ghost with snow on it? The yeah. ghost of a car? Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Yes it is It's not me Certainly not me One thing that people Always point to As a high point of this Is the fencing because it's visceral and real, right? Oh. They sped it up just a little. I don't think it's good. I think it escalates wildly for no reason, <laughs> and they're just smashing through each other and yeah. and suits of armor and glass cases. It just doesn't make exactly. any sense. Yeah,
3: um, Bond gets one hit on this guy mm. in the fencing sequence, and the guy just he immediately loses his mind and he like <laughs> throws off his jacket and he's like, oh well, let's let's do some real fights. And then he they bring out sabers. I yeah. feel like one step further would be like, let's no okay, let's have a real real fight, and it's just big planks of wood with like <laughs> railway nails through yeah,
2: and they're just swinging in wailing into each other I also don't buy the villain's plan at all the fact that they've completely altered his DNA so he's a British white guy yeah and I also kind of like the idea that he did model himself on Bond but the fact that this guy literally fucking drops out of the sky from nowhere and he's getting yeah. a knighthood and he's the talk of the town does anybody want to look into this guy for even a second here's the thing look I want to talk about everybody's plans fair enough this- if he replaced like another guy yeah
3: First of all, yes. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> that, here's the thing, and I, I wanna, I'd i like to talk about everybody's plans. First of all, Bond's plan initially, like right at the start of the yep. movie, what was his plan? Because it was to put some C4. Also, first of all, the C4 just has C4 on it, so just you know. so we, the audience, know what it is. But his plan was to put C4 into this case and then wait, I guess, till the his target literally had his face in it. Yeah. Because... He sets it off. Only somebody right next to it dies. Everybody else seems to be fine.
2: My understanding of it was... Yes. And I don't understand anything about this movie. (laughs) But was that that was his escape plan, if need be. Because he tethered it to his watch. He was going in to find out some information hoping to leave or get an assassination in if he needed to mm-hmm. or blow it up as he's flying off also Bond doesn't think facial recognition is a thing at this point I mean come on Bond
3: Yeah. Uh, second thing in re-watching this Diamond Face's face yeah. doesn't have nearly as many diamonds in it as I remember no. and they're not as impressive as I remember either and also why didn't anybody take him out they're he just on pri- the surface <laughs> he was in prison for like months <laughs> he was in MI6 custody and they didn't take him out they're like no I better keep those in but there but they're
2: literally just sitting on the surface of his skin as well yeah. mm-hmm. you could just flick them
3: out out. you'd probably do like uh you know some sort of uh moisturizing regime and they just come right out but anyway to your point gustav graves he he does come out of nowhere and i think at the time i'm like that makes no sense how did how do they not uh how did mi6 not dig deep enough yeah into into him you know surely they they would they would be curious and they Mm. would and they would bring him down that way but in modern times the current prime minister of great britain will not confirm or deny how many children he has. And people are still like, that seems fine. Anyway, sorry to get political on this, James, by naming someone in the political sphere.
2: I've warned you about this.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry to name a politician and therefore yeah. their political I You're apologize. an absolute disgrace, Mason. That's right.
2: This is the left wing media gone mad. Mm. Yeah. So Michelle Yeoh was supposed to return for the Hong Kong stuff that appears yep. in this in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, that couldn't be worked out, unfortunately. But they do introduce the character of Jinx, and I've just written here the first interaction between them is so horrible that it might be the worst scene ever written in a movie.
3: <laughs> is that when they, she emerges from the water? Yep. Like, I mean, it's, it's, a so like Andrews, yeah. it's a classic callback. It's a
2: classic callback. Though Daniel Craig did it better. Like, if, we, if we're talking callbacks. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then
3: they have some sort of conversation about he's, a, he's an ornithologist or something. He's a bird watcher.
2: Well, she says, My friends call me Jinx. And he says, My friends call me James Bond.
3: Guess what, James <laughs> Bond? You don't have any friends.
2: <laughs> and he'll introduce, What do your friends call you? My friends call me my full name.
3: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that's a clear sign. Yeah. I'm sure he turned around later and he's like, Oh my God, nobody I know likes me. <laughs>
2: James Bond every time,
3: because that's who you—that's what you call one of your friends if you know too many James. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's—that's like,
2: that's what they're in your phone ads. Yeah, right.
3: yeah. Oh, hey, James Bond, what's up?
2: <laughs> also, that eating fruit in bed is weird. <laughs> that love seat—I yeah, don't know what right? that's supposed to be. Yeah,
3: I'd be like, I've got to leave. Actually, yeah, I don't mind. Again, in in second viewing, this I didn't I didn't hate. Look, I think I'm, what I more hated was the idea of we're going to shove this new character in your face and she's going to get a spin-off. She's going to be your new face. You're going to love it. You're going to kiss it. Right? <laughs> but I didn't mind her as sort of the opposite number of James Bond. They kind of just use each other for sex before yeah.
2: their own separate missions. That's fine with me. I think she's fine in this. But I think together they don't mesh at yeah. all. They have no chemistry. Yeah, right. They just kind of stand in front of each other, just kind of one-upping each other with terrible dialogue. <laughs> One thing I enjoyed
3: yeah. very much so is that, uh, obviously, the other Bond girl is Miranda Frost. Yes. As played by Rosamund Pike.
2: First appearance in a
3: movie.
2: Good on her. Yeah. She went on to do Doom.
3: And other stuff, probably. And much better movies. <laughs> much better movies, right? But um, she would have been feeling pretty fragile after those first two. You're not right? wrong, yeah. But there's a moment... Where a duel, a fencing duel between Jinx and Miranda Frost on, on the cargo plane at the end. Hot stuff. And there's some, and there's a just absolute ripping dialogue where I think <laughs> I think Frost says to Jinx, "I can read your every move." And then,
1: if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,0251. 1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of shit, mother Or as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect.
3: Jinx. Hits her with a Bible and then stabs her through the chest no, with it's a, the art of war. It's the art of war. There we go. And then get may it. may as well be the Bible. That's my Bible, <laughs> the art of war. And then she's like, read this. But there's a moment afterwards where Bond comes back in and Bond obviously, you know, he's been betrayed by this woman. Yeah. You know, he he trusted her. She betrayed him and he ended up in prison. He's got a lot of feelings about the whole situation. Scorpions. Yeah right. The, all that, that scorpion shit that, happened. That, to that her. whole deal, and then Jinx is like standing over a dead body, and she's like, "I think I broke her heart." And there's a moment where you can sort of feel Bond go, "Oh, that's what I do to everybody all the time—is <laughs> I kill someone, and then I say a little quip. I don't think about what it does to other people." And she's she's done it. She just she just
2: done it. Oh no! I want to change my ways. <laughs> that's, that's like him being outside of himself. <laughs> the one. But he really goes. Oh no! <laughs> that's incredible. So I just did also a bit of reading on the Jinx spin-off film. I am ready. Where she is also a cold, calculated, heartless killer. I am ready to hear about it. So, because of the low box office performance of Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, and Tomb Raider Two mm. were both MGM properties, MGM pulled the plug on this because they were like, "Well, these female centric action movies don't work. They would if you made a good one, right. don't you yeah. think?"
3: Yeah. there's some sort of uh, there's some sort of correlating uh, correlating factor in these movies. It must be there's a lady in them, <laughs> is it? Is that maybe that's not it?
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. look, we hate to get political again because you know talking about women is often considered political. Mm, that's right. Yeah, 50% of the population. Mm. You know that bit where they're doing the, all, all the ice stuff? They're like, man, we're loving scooting around on the ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was all it was touted in this movie. It was like, this is a big moment. It's finally the villain gets a car. That's right. get a car off. Where'd he get it, first of all? I don't know. Does it matter? Kind of. I mean, everything matters, doesn't it? Because it, it
3: only really makes sense in a world. Because, like, why wouldn't you just have a tank? Because <laughs> it's on, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's and not incorrect. It only ex- it only works in a world in which you already know about like if you've watched a lot of James Bond movies. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. that's true. Because James Bond should be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I never experienced this in my life. Yeah. yeah. Is Q selling cars? <laughs> is this version of Q working for the enemy also? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah got to make some bucks on the side. Pierce Brosnan also mentioned that he got a custom-made one of those that fit him specifically. And they weren't going to give him one, but his agents pushed for it. And then he lost it in a fire, so he's only got the number plates. But uh oh, boy, yeah, he got one. Wow. But the thing about that lake is, to make that work... Because that lake is connected to the ocean via a river, Uh it takes a lot for it to freeze because the salt water would get in and obviously salt water has a... Rusts, it it corrodes. Well, not corrodes, salt water is more difficult to freeze than regular water. Oh yeah, right, right. right. So what they had to do, they had to dam up the river to stop the salt water getting in to freeze this thing off. That's the kind of money they were spending on this movie. Yeah. So, I do want to talk about the potential future of this franchise that didn't happen. Okay. And some that did. But do you want to see the electricity suit in action, but in a terrible video game? Yeah, let's do it. Ah! <laughs> I'm not going to play it, though. You have to play it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're watching the extended audio, it's in the video. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Yeah, well, I mean, what? You can't what, hear a you, video would game. Would you think
3: you were going to see the video game on a podcast, you idiots?
2: You can only see our balls. Gotcha. <laughs> But thanks for listening to this. Not many people do, to be honest. That's right.
3: Yeah, because it's so rude, probably. It's probably because yeah, it's, cause
2: too it's rude. so rude. We're much meaner. It's too rude. Mm-hmm. Now every week I like to go, Mason. I've got some clothing report questions for you. I'm ready. And I thought, look, do I talk about his little Cuban outfit? I mean, I could obviously, I could talk about it for days. But what I really want to talk about is when he gets back to the hotel mm-hmm. and he's got his shaggy beard and his shaggy hair, and he just walks in with his pajama top open.
3: I feel it was closed <laughs> in the, the prior scene, and he's and he's just he's about to enter the hotel, and he's like, "Well, I'm looking pretty rough and tumble. Yeah, better show my chest hair so everyone's intimidated. Everyone you knows know? who I am. That's
2: right." What is that? Like, what kind of power play is that? What is he doing? Yeah, you don't want to do up your shirt, and you don't. You're a fucking maniac. Get it together. You know
3: what? You know what? It's rude to do it to service staff. You know what I mean? It really is because the whole deal is like you recognize me, don't you? I'm James Bond, right? And he's put this guy, he's put this dude in an uncomfortable position (laughs) where he has to knock back this guy, and then he's like. Surprise, I'm your, I'm your best customer, but I've, I've got a beard and no shirt on for some yeah. reason. You know, it's rude. That's right. Just be like, hello, my name's James Bond. Yeah. My friends call me James Bond. <laughs> they say, hello, James Bond. Anyway, I'm a regular customer. I'm on your system. Yeah. But I've lost all my clothes and my money because, yeah, you're of, right. because of
2: Korean torture. <laughs> uh, if you could just check. Just be like, recognize me. Why would they? This guy doesn't know you. Yeah.
3: Jesus. And because obviously you've gained weight in prison also. Yeah,
2: that's right. Well... I remember reading a bit of trivia that at the start of his uh, life as James Bond, he was the lightest James Bond, then he became the heaviest. But that bit of trivia has since been removed from IMDb. Oh. I wonder, though, whether that's true, because he's not huge. No, he's, he's not huge. Yeah, it's you true, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so. I would have taken advantage, though. If oh, I were definitely. Brosnan, if I
3: were Brosnan, I'd be like... <laughs> I'm blowing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we add a line where they only fed me donuts in prison? <laughs> can we Can we do that? Is that...
2: Uh... Also, I want to mention this, and Ben's going to put in a terrific montage. Okay. Some of the worst Whips and one liners I've ever seen in a James Bond movie Because normally you can do one or two and you get away with it But this is just constant It's just non-stop Anyway, you'll put that in It's on, the extended audio Get the fuck out of here You, you can't see it here As if we're going to remember them, you know? <laughs> God I actually have written them down with time code, so Oh, good could So Ben could uh, find them a bit easier Anyway, as it is with all of these movies They covered most of the budget with product placement $120 million worth through 20 companies This one's particularly egregious, I feel Sometimes it's mm. quite subtle. Yeah, yeah. time, so yeah. not as much. No. I don't hate it because it's a staple of the franchise, but don't linger on a shot of like Don Perignon and whatever. What, how do you say that? Yeah, that's Don how you Perignon. Say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to circle back because I do this every week. Does this movie end with James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, lying on top of a woman like it does in nearly all of his films, except the first one? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Except also, they're lying in jagged diamonds. (laughs) I don't. I don't understand things. They live for danger.
3: They've both wanted to do this for years. They've just never had the chance. They
2: live for micro cuts and slowly bleeding out. Yeah, exactly. Great. And That's they're like, really oh, my good. God,
3: so many people died. Yeah, So many people died mining these. Mm, let's rub them on ourselves. Oh, Let's
2: please do it. Do you have Meso's notes things? Do Meso's know? miscellaneous notes. Yeah. Absolutely, do wanna, do I do. Jump, do you want to jump into that? Yeah, okay. Look, use as many of these, do, these as you so like. Do you want to just do, do the intro of the notes? Oh, yeah. Like, talk about, because this is me. This, that was me prompting you off oh, mic. To, oh, to, to, oh to I see. It. Right, right. Okay, yeah. This is great extended audio. James, would you
3: like to hear? Hang
2: on, are you F- s- talk, spoke over. Oh me, my god, <laughs> you gotta get. We gotta get a clean cut into yeah, it. Yeah, no, I get it. And three, two, one, action. Uh, Ready to go. <laughs> no, sorry, go. <laughs> James, would
3: you like some some of Meso's miscellaneous notes? It's my
2: favourite segment. You know I do. Meso's
3: miscellaneous manifesto. I'm building a manifesto. This is really great. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm building my existential philosophy based on stuff I see in bad movies. So this is on you, ultimately, for Ah. making me watch these. (laughs) Um, Okay. At 11 minutes, 45 seconds, there is some unbelievably unconvincing continuity as Bond dodges a blast from a flamethrower. You may not remember it, but the flamethrower gets shot at him. Mm. And then he's just spun three sixty degrees, and he's just diving off the side of the the hovercraft. It's pretty great. Okay. Um, when Gustav Graves is is introduced, uh, I thought to myself, I can't believe someone would use the Union Jack parachute for evil. It's always <laughs> been it's always been a force for good. That's really Bond, true. Austin Powers probably. Yeah, Austin probably, probably. Richard Branson at some point. <laughs> <No>, stretching Austin- <laughs> stretching it a bit. <laughs> But still
2: <laughs> The intention wasn't evil. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, I really like John Cleese's cue in this. Me too. Uh, I, I feel like there was a holy grail flesh wound joke yes, built there into was. there. Yeah, 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 but I feel yeah. he's 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 really well suited. I kinda wish he would have gotten another another go around. Well he did, and we'll talk about it. Oh. In a minute. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's see. I've written here it'd be very funny if Bond got to jinx when the laser had already gone halfway through her. That'd be funny. <laughs> And he'd like, be
2: like something, something uh, cutting remark. I don't know, splitting headache. Yeah, yeah. let's split the difference. Yeah, that's you'd, true. You've been cutting off by a laser.
3: Yeah, yeah. Then he, then he probably text like one of her family members, yeah. call him up or something, and be like, eh, "She's dead." Uh, <laughs>
2: I have many questions about the
3: VR simulator that is in this movie, mate. You and me both. First of all, it's so realistic, it can include both cleaning your gun or filling in <laughs> detailed paperwork. Because that's how when Bonds in it, that's how it starts. Yeah. He's just cleaning his gun with a. Does he have to hold the, the? Does he? Does he come
2: out of it holding the gun though? Because maybe that's a real gun. Yeah, maybe. So that means he's just had a. But he was also sitting in a chair,
3: right? How does that work? I don't know. Does
2: Q come in and pull the chair out when he right. stands up? <laughs>
3: maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But also that sequence, it only makes sense in, in in any other character. You'd be like, this is obviously VR because yeah. Money Penny's killed. And like all his co-workers are killed, and he just breezes past him. Mm. It only makes sense if you're the heartless monster that is James Bond, because any other character in that position would be like, "Oh my god, it's my friend Money yeah. whose first name I know." But I, but it's only Bond being like, "Oh, it's I call her Miss Money
2: Penny. That's, <laughs> that's her right. first name, to the best of my knowledge." And finally, they get it on. Yeah, that's right. But it, but yeah, she's gross. filling
3: in. She's filling in like a
2: full mission report. <laughs>
3: Did they make it at the She's whole really thing? She's really into it. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, I yeah. Guess, oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She can't get off unless it's the. It's whole, all it's the whole details, thing, yeah. Are in there, yeah. Uh, there's a point at which uh, Bond is infiltrating the, the the genetic resort laboratory situation. Oh yeah. I've just noted here. It's very handy when security cameras have external power cables that you can remove without getting caught on camera. That's really handy. Just walks up to it and pulls the cable out, and he's like, "Done perfect. it. I've done it, haven't I? I've
2: absolutely done it." <laughs>
3: That's all I got. That's great. I love it. Well, didn't you have a note from last week? Uh, look, I do have a note from last week. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to put this in somehow, I don't know. It's going to go right here. I'm like, all right, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> look, in the previous movie, the action kicks off. When a bunch of money is primed as an explosive, oh yeah, and then then a a, a hit hitman's target sort of walks in and and sets off a radio transmitter that blows it all up and he dies. Bond learns this. He dis- he discovers that uh, the money is explosive because it's been treated with uh, with something containing urea. They yeah. make a, a point of that in the in the briefing. They say, "Oh, the explosive was was uh, it contained urea." Um, I I didn't say it at the time, but that's the primary component in P. <laughs> So, so Bond spends a significant point. He spends almost the entire action sequence pursuing the
2: the, the assassin with pee on his hands.
3: <laughs> Maybe that I'm was saying.
2: his own pee, and he didn't admit it. And he also, was like, "Yeah, that definitely had it had piss on it." <laughs> and people were like, "That's not normally a thing with bombs," so this one did. He pissed on his hands. Yeah. He didn't wash his hands.
3: He did. He look, and and also he he gets ice out of the yeah, he gets does, ice out of the it? ice container. He puts it in his drink. His drink had pee in it. Anyway. Can this be a separate video? Just put this <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> Just a little extra note. <laughs> uh, so on the future of this franchise, uh-huh. Pierce Brosnan has talked about this recently. But Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan, yes, I'll do a clean one of that as well. If I have to edit that All out right. and put it in the other because uh, I might put it in the old video. Yeah, good idea. But um, Pierce Brosnan recently came out how he met with Tarantino about a follow-up. Right. Uh, which I remember also happening at the time, and Tarantino wanted to take it back to its roots and do it kind of a more retro-themed Bond movie, which is where I want the series to go. I want it to go back to the 60s. Obviously, that didn't work out. He also mentioned in a GoldenEye watch-through recently oh, yes. that he'd definitely come back as a villain, if yeah. asked, which has never been done before, which I think could be really interesting. But the other thing is, this isn't his last performance as James Bond. The same with Q or R, because in the game Everything or Nothing, which we have covered in Caravan oh, yeah, that's Garbage... Right that is the last Pierce Brosnan and James Bond role. Oh,
3: yeah. I thought you were going to say, because they, they reprise their roles in a Visa commercial. Or something <laughs> <like> <laughs> yeah,
2: well, they also do that. But it's also a much better game than the one we played yeah, but also right. a much better movie than die another day in a lot of ways that's a shame but also good yeah it's a good game it's a mixed feeling for me i love mixed feelings <laughs> me too how do you feel about brosnan in general though because this is his least favorite bond film he wanted a grittier he wanted less gadgets he's openly said before that GoldenEye was a one for him and then it's just kind of whatever after that and even roger moore was like i hated that one too <laughs> but what did you what, what do you think of his legacy as bond
3: I think it's more solid than I remember it being Same, at yeah. the time. There's and at pro- least at least two very solid ones. Yes,
2: and that's also hindsight because when you're living in it, it's hard to you don't have that perspective on that's it. That's true. Kind yeah. of looking back, but yeah. yeah, I think he did really well in the role, to be honest. Yeah, in some pretty shitty films.
3: Yeah, I think I think he was kind of at the mercy of again the Bond formula, which is which is sort of reaching for stuff that is popular at the time. Yeah. and also just looking back at the old franchise and being like, what what are, what did people like in the old stuff? Let's just pile that in, especially in the last yeah, couple. You know?
2: Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Anyways, we did it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh my god, what a what wow a lot, wasn't it?
3: <laughs> I mean, we'll put that, we'll put this out, and then the news will be like uh, MGM discovers long-forgotten fifth Brosnan Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, filmed god.
2: it. And we just forgot about it because it was so bad. <laughs> I really hope not. But yeah, look, if you do have any suggestions for caravan of garbage, please hit us up. That would be great. We're always running polls at patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday movies if you want to choose what's up next. Here's a hint for what's happening next week, though. Also, of course, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. And we'll see you next week for another thing, maybe. And grab that Jimmy, guys. We'll see you real soon. Goodbye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's how we end, yeah. I just blanked. <laughs> well, you you blanked at the exact right time. It's the
2: point where you don't have to say anything. It's a really else. good point. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit
3: planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus,